Now, Asian stocks dropped and following a decline in uh, U.S. equities after the better-than-estimated economic data bolstered the case for higher interest rates. So uh, what exactly is driving things there? He was very, very vague, uh, the Deputy Governor, yesterday, uh, uh, trying to advise us with regards to what's been taking place. Of course, also investors were looking, Sakina, to see what the... Uh I'm looking forward to hear what the Japanese, uh, uh, the BOJ is going to say uh, later on um, when the minutes are getting released. So we know that they're going to they've kept the stimulus going, but a lot of uh, investors are still very jittery when it comes to deciding whether it's this time to actually go back into bonds again uh, because of risk of uh, high exposure to equity markets. So what we started seeing now is for the second time now the Asian market is, uh, this week are, are, are just uh, um, are below below um, expectations. They are at 0.3%. That's the MSCI Asia Pacific. The reason behind the negativity is because there's just not enough boosting uh, uh, capitals into into those particular markets, especially if you look at uh, the capital goods orders that have come out of the uh, Asian markets early on this morning. They dropped slightly. Uh, the Japanese topics as well slipped by 0.3% uh, earlier on. Uh, and the yen weakened 1.3%. Normally when the yen weakens, you'd expect the markets to actually go up, but not in this case. Mm. And, um, you know, yesterday numbers came out, GDP, unemployment numbers, and they mm. disappointed. But it wasn't all doom and gloom uh, because our maize output, um, uh, you know, that was up by 0.8% to yeah, 9.84 million tons. Mm, it was. It was. It was very good. Good, good to see that. Um, <laughs> I said to somebody, you know, the reason is because uh, finally uh, the rain queen, uh, decided that the rain must come. So <laughs> people have been dancing in Limpopo, and I was not surprised why we had some good rain. So remember we had a little bit of drought earlier on, so it was very difficult, mm-hmm. and the farmers were very concerned that they might not um, reach their, their, their targets. But um, uh, after the recent rains that we had, um, uh, farmers actually saw their, 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 their produce going up. The maize crop in the continent, obviously we are the largest uh, uh, by, 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 by number. We, we produce the uh, largest number of, uh, of of maize uh, on the continent. If you look at those numbers, um, we, we produced about 4.73 um, uh, million tons of white maize and about 5.10 million tons of yellow maize. So we're still good. We're not going to have the yellow pop, so people will be very happy to hear that. Indeed, I'm happy. <laughs> and then, um, you know, just uh, an issue that, you know, always causes a lot of debate and consternation even at times, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and that's the issue of a minimum wage uh, 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 increases now in the developing world uh, the mm. poorest workers really benefit from this do they Clive? you know what's interesting Sakina um, and obviously you just mentioned it there you're talking about the GDP numbers um, and how we're going to sustain the economic growth that we require we hit 1.4 percent GDP last year uh, that does not sound good um, but I can tell you something um, that um, these economists have have revealed they're saying that the minimum wage sometimes can negatively, especially to advanced developing markets like South Africa. And I'll give you an example. When we have a hard place um, currently, which we sit with, with unemployment not being great, smaller businesses try to go out and find work um, and, and create work within the economy. However, they rely on uh, a small uh, base or small capital, so they can't afford to 
pay the guys an exuberant amount of money. If the minimum wage takes them outside their bracket or outside their budget, it becomes very difficult for them to actually invest in people and create jobs. And this is what these economists are saying. They're studying, if you look at the minimum wage in the U.S., for example, they disagree on its impact, perhaps because its impact has comparatively small or other way. It doesn't actually make a huge difference. So if you look at the Congressional Budget Office studied by proposed federal minimum wage hike, it also hasn't done much to alleviate people from poverty. So they've even included South Africa, Sakina, um, mm-hmm. uh, for all its generosity. However, if you, if you look at where South Africa sits, the International Labour Organization studies suggest that the minimum wage is set above the median wage in countries that include like Indonesia, Turkey, and South Africa. It doesn't help a lot to alleviate poverty. When people are, are offered jobs and they can actually afford uh, a, a living standard, that seems to work better than actually going for a minimum wage. So very interesting uh, factors uh, from this research.